0: I'm Lena.
1: And I'm Sean. We are three friends who all have filmed and thought it would be cool to discuss movies from our perspective.
2: We rate movies in terms of how drunk you need to be to enjoy them. We call it the Martini Scale.
1: What's up, ladies? Merry Christmas.
2: Merry Christmas. See holiday.
1: Do we oh. consider this our, our company holiday party? I think we had established
2: that. Oh, I like that. yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, especially this year. We have to make it our company holiday party via Zoom.
1: (laughs) Our virtual company holiday party?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, I am drunk. We Just to (laughs) give you a little pull back the curtain, break the fourth wall, whatever we want to call it, we just recorded another episode prior to this, and Mm -hmm. you will hear that later this year. But um, we are a little tipsy. I'm a little I'm a lot tipsy, actually. I'm on my... You're drinking
0: them old fashions, man.
1: I made mm-hmm. two doubles, and so I'm on my third drink, technically. Third, yeah, third yeah. and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, it's delicious, and I'm really excited. Welcome to our Christmas holiday extravaganza.
0: Extravaganza. Extravaganza episode.
1: Extravaganza episode. Super excited for this one. Mm-hmm. We had talked... Um, I feel like we've been playing this for a couple of months, actually. We've, we knew which yeah. movie we wanted yeah. to talk about, mm-hmm. and they finally were released. And then we added a couple more. We were originally just going to do two. And then Lena and I convinced Natalie to watch about 10 more Christmas uh, movies.
0: <laughs> she watched two more. I, I watched a- 10. I watched – oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Calm down. There's four total in
2: that group because I prefer to watch the first and second. If we're going to talk about the seconds,
0: correct. So I
1: gotta tell you that I um, I am not a, you know. I well, think I'm
0: gonna have a bone to pick with you about one of them. So that's fine. That's fine.
1: As I've gotten older, I have become less of a sentimental person.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I just,
1: I don't know. I'm not as like caring and caring and compassionate as I used to be. <laughs> However. Something about Christmas movies and particularly one of, or two of these movies that we're going to talk about tonight. um, I just get to my heart strings in a way that I can't describe. (laughs) I've watched other Christmas movies. There's a Dolly Parton movie that's going to get an honorable mention. I just, I love, I don't love Christmas anymore, (laughs) but I love, (laughs) but I love Christmas movies. And again, one of these as I'm just going to come out and say it before we even get to it. Probably not just my favorite Christmas movie. It's become one of my favorite romantic comedies of all time, and you can maybe guess which one that is.
0: I know. Um,
2: We're
1: gonna have
2: words. We are gonna have words. We are Get gonna have ready. ready. I cannot
1: wait. I can't wait because you know what? You're gonna come out looking like the Scrooge, no matter what happens. So I'm totally fine with it. You know,
0: what? Totally, probably, probably totally fine
1: with it. All right. In this but this movie- bitch
0: wants to sing Christmas carols, so I don't know how much of a Grinch she is, okay? Well,
1: and she just sent me all the pictures of the winter wonderland that she decorated your yeah. entire apartment complex. So there's some Christmas there's reasons.
0: There's
2: reasons. I'll give you reasons. Okay. Don't worry. I can't wait. We'll I get
1: there. Wait. I can't wait. All right. All right. So in this episode, we're, we're calling it our Christmas extravaganza because we're going to be discussing somewhere in the realm of four-ish movies. Now, some of the movies have sequels, and we'll get into that in a minute. But we're going to start with The Holiday, which is a 2020 romantic comedy um, directed by John Whitesell. And it stars Emma Roberts, Luke Bracey, Jake Mullaney, Jessica Capshaw, Andrew Batchelor, Francis Fisher, and a lot of other people. Um, It's currently streaming on Netflix. We're going to talk about Happiest Season, which is a romantic comedy directed by Cleo Duvall. And it stars Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, who we love, Dan Levy, um, Victor Gardner, Mary Steenburgen, fucking endless array of people. Um, We are going to talk about one of my personal favorites, The Princess Switched, which I'm sure that's the one Natalie has words about. I'm totally fine with that. stars Vanessa Hudgens, Sam Palladio, Suzanne Braun, and Nick Sager. And The Christmas Chronicles, which is directed by and produced by Christopher Columbus, Chris christopher columbus <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that
1: 1949 discovery? Uh, totally different holiday chris columbus and it stars um goldie hahn and um what's his name kurt russell Kurt
0: russell oh my good God. Lord.
1: i'm just kidding i'm just kidding and it's not overboard and i have a note about that but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> um you
0: guys did not catch it i said 1949 yeah i got it i wasn't gonna <laughs> throw
1: yeah. you under the bus on that one christopher columbus was here long before 1949 sweetheart. <laughs> but i was i was gonna pretend that we were just gonna gloss over that blonde moment but cheers <laughs> cheers cheers to you sweetie.
0: i'm not gonna cheers. gloss over it because i was like i'm dyslexic i didn't mean to say those numbers <laughs> anyway
1: right. speaking of cheers natalie what is this gorgeous martini that we're drinking i'm gonna oh just God, go it's so on so it. pretty and say this might be the most beautiful martini that you have ever made on the history. Of really? You know, it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You think so? I do.
2: This is, and I'm missing an ingredient. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> I forgot to put it on the Instacart, uh, and I'm really yeah. bummed about it. Uh, but this is the Christmas extravaganza tini <laughs> So it is just um, I think Christmas in a glass, and <laughs> it is a little. Is, I'm a little drunk right now.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a nice topper to the last one we drank. Yeah. It was a little heavy. And yeah. this one's like light and fresh and minty. It's very and fresh.
2: It's minty. Green.
0: So I use, because I was supposed to get
2: green apples and cut them in with the cranberries. So it's like oh. green and red in top. So that would have been really pretty. Um, so instead I used a green apple, vodka, champagne. Um, so it's really bubbly and fresh. And I muddled yeah. some mint. So it and cranberry, so it really kind of gets those flavors in there and then it's topped with mint
0: and cra- fresh cranberries so it's just a really pretty looking yeah, drink we're gonna need so. to get you another one of those strainer things because there's lots of muddled stuff in my oh oh excuse me well <laughs> it is delicious
1: it is beautiful and i am very proud Thank of you. this accomplishment Thank for you yeah. because it's and it's this quiet. glass is
0: the perfect glass for it
1: yeah it's, it's i
0: know coop. I know. I love it. it's. Yeah, drink. if you got a coupe class,
2: you know, throw that in there. It's really pretty. So,
1: so I just want to start off by saying that I am burning my fresh balsam candle from Bath and Body Works, which oh. is my house smells like a Christmas tree, and it is a sensational. It is gorgeous. It is. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. I also did you put say, up your
0: Christmas tree yet?
1: No, but I'm getting been, a Christmas tree. I don't know. I haven't decided yet this year. We're recording this early enough to where I can still make that choice. I, I don't know. Yes. um you guys got a christmas tree though right
2: mm-hmm. how's that mm-hmm.
1: you decorate it
2: yeah decorated it it looks beautiful how come i haven't seen I any just, pictures What's i can this? post some pictures yeah. i just, just haven't yeah I haven't posted any pictures. Just I do don't want a, to be that Christmas much of a basic B. This
1: weekend, I mean, you've you are a basic B. So let's just embrace just it, like own
2: it, and just own move it on, it on and with let's my life. On. Come on, especially the amount of sunset pictures on my Instagram feed. I am a basic B. I should just true. Lord, listen. I accept started, it and move on.
1: I started a whole new Instagram photography account where I can just post sunset pictures, and I am totally, totally fine with that. So you gotta, you gotta live your best Great. life. Gotta live your best. Get life.
0: some sunrise ones in there, and then you'll be even.
1: Oh, I don't know if I can get up that early. We'll we'll try. We'll try.
0: Oh, Sean, I love you you so
2: much. I love you you so much. I hate getting up for a sunrise. I don't – my job is to sleep while the sun is doing its job getting up, and then I get up.
1: I mean, I got to – I don't like
2: to be up before the sun.
1: I got to say that I'm working in this, like, remote world that we're in now where we get to work from home. Thank God Mm -hmm. some of us do. Um, and I know that we're Mm -hmm. super blessed if we get to do that. So I'm, trust me, Mm -hmm. I'm recognizing that. Um, but no, I get to sleep in every day now and I, I have no desire to watch the sunrise. Like I just, that's not, (laughs) that's not who I am. Like I, when I've done it in my life, it's been a great, great thing, but yeah, it's just, I love to sleep in more than I am
2: never. I don't think I'm angry about it when I'm watching the sunrise, Mm -hmm. like when I'm there getting me there. God help the people around me. Yeah. That's just fact, all I have to say.
1: I, there's been a couple times where I've, um, as I think you guys know, i love, I love to go to Runyon. It's like one of my favorite, mm-hmm. like happy places in the world. And, um, there's been a few times in my life where I have had the discipline to get up early enough to go oh. there. Like before I had to go into the office back in the day and, um, <laughs> back in 2019. And, um, <laughs> Uh, there there really is nothing more magical than like being like up before the rest of the world and seeing mm-hmm. the sunrise and all of that so like I trust me
2: magical isn't the word I would use but oh you know
1: <laughs> well you know what though once you're <laughs> once you're once you're there you're awake mm-hmm. enough to appreciate yeah. the magic of it and again yeah. it's it's not my thing normally but i I appreciate it
2: I will say uh the last time I saw the sunrise was uh on our Thanksgiving uh trip to Mexico that our oh, family went great. down there Oh, was that? um well, most people had a great time. Uh, uh, we I saw your a, pictures on
1: the boat with your brother.
2: Yes. Uh, so we took a fishing boat out in Ensenada because um, my dad and my brother loved to fish and the other family we were with, um, they loved to fish. Yeah. And I completely forgot ahead of time that I get really seasick. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. forgot? I don't know why this wasn't a detail I remembered or prepared for and things and i was more looking at it as like a very fun casual boat day so i was like well if i have to be up in the morning i'm gonna make a morning cocktail for us to enjoy <laughs> oh, so no. i had like brought a whole box of different liqueurs and made this like pumpkin spice <laughs> coffee drink for us to drink and just was looking at it like i was like lounging on a fucking boat in newport harbor this and stinky fishing boat this is her dream oh
1: uh, no <laughs>
2: and so i was like sucking down my coffee coffee cocktail that was delicious um and that's definitely what came up first out of the first of the 10 times that i was puking i enjoyed the first 35 minutes of the boat ride and the last five hours and 25 minutes were (sighs) brutal i was like if somebody is going to torture me this is how i would give any information any secrets of the country or whatever i would give it in a seasickness haze of like get me off this fucking boat um so so most of my time was spent with my head hanging off the front of the boat
1: so what's funny about that is your brother posted for those of you that don't follow any of these people on social media, your brother posted this picture of you like <laughs> face down and looking very unpleasant. And I think that it probably wasn't your best moment. No, She took
0: what, that picture of
2: herself,
1: but what's great no, about,
2: he posted a different one. He took it. Oh,
1: yeah, I know this is one he posted. Cause it was definitely not Natalie taking the picture. Okay. <laughs> but um, What's interesting is that by looking at that one picture I feel like it captured everything that I needed to know about what was happening to you in that moment. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
1: so definitely. I, I just I felt your pain and I sent you my my love and apologies for that moment. But I also love your brother because it was, it was a great shot.
2: <laughs> Krista was like, I didn't post any pictures of you being sick, and I was like, I mean, I appreciate that you were watching out, but it was pretty fucking funny. Was Krista like, on the boat? <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, she the kids. kids yeah the kids mm. were um vinnie got he threw up once he got a little seasick oh. um krista was not feeling good adriana was not this ocean oh. was uh Beth. brutal i have never been in the ocean like this before in my life it how was, far out like, were you guys pretty far and the water was like it was just like you know those videos you see of yeah. like those like ships with like the containers on them that are just like kind of going up and di- like really what? And I was like, don't make yourself this? sick right now. I know I'm going to, <laughs> and it was six in the morning. It's like, it should be calm. And then when we came in, it was super calm. So it was like the opposite of normally how it would be. So it was, I just- mean, you were
1: basically on the Greyhound ship, right? with Tom? Hanks. Oh my
2: God. It was awful. I have never, <laughs> Alina has been with me seasick I've never. F- uh, this was the worst one. Wow. This is the one time with Lena. I think I threw up one time that day.
0: You did throw up one time, but you went under. You went. I down. Did go
2: under. I this thought, time having to
0: pee was better than not puking or puking. Yeah. I don't know what your choice was there because yeah. we were this, in uh, this heaven.
2: Time, I just looked but- into <laughs> the galley of not underground but just contained space that you should not be in if you're seasick i looked into it and got seasick and got as soon as it hit that level yeah. i was done so yeah, well
0: you that. know you're you should be on the front of the boat i don't yeah. know what you were doing i, I don't know. know these things i know i do know these things
2: apparently okay. i need to learn these life lessons but yeah anyway, well,
1: a- sometimes you have to learn the hard way um
2: that's how i like to learn
1: yeah i know trust me we know this about you <laughs> um so i want to get into these movies and i want yep. to um obviously we've got a lot to cover a lot of Bravaganza. but i do want to start by saying i love you ladies so much i'm so glad that we do this podcast i'm thankful for another year of this um we just had our spotify statistics that we released on our website on our instagram if you saw and we've got like our audiences growing and just it's been a fun year despite the craziness and so mm-hmm. I'm grateful for you guys. I love you guys. And I'm super glad that we get to do this again. Um, I hope we get to continue this well into many years from now, but
2: it's been fun. I love doing this with you guys and like seeing that there is an audience that is growing 500% this year is like so amazing.
1: That's just on Spotify.
2: I know. And it just, to me... I don't I hope people are feeling how much fun we have with each other you know like yeah. even if nobody's listening I would do this every week with you guys because yeah. I love doing it you know yeah,
0: it's fun agreed yeah. I love you guys so much and I'm so thankful that like we have ideas and then we say something to Sean and like next thing you know two days later we're fucking doing a goddamn podcast and i'm not prepared (laughs) and i'm ready and willing and i have learned so much and i just really appreciate this time that we spend together like it's you know sometimes it's, it's a bit of a hassle getting schedules and like you know narrowing movies down or whatever but that when we all get together and have this conversation and the talk it really fills my soul like Aww. more than you b- can know that it really, yeah. truly does. Like I really, really cheers, love it. And oh another God, year, cheers. years to come. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I know this year sucked, sucked for a lot of people, sucked for one of us here, especially. And I'm really, really happy that we get to do this and like come together and like be free and happy. And like something that really, really makes us like, Just like I feel like a whole person, like when we're doing this, like it just, I mean, it's
2: definitely, I think we can't be together in person, you know. I know. Like, and this keeps us connected to you, Sean, you know, and I think I appreciate that. I am terrible at keeping in contact with people, really terrible. It's my like worst quality about me. And this, I think, is great that i feel like it's like forcing myself to like keep this communication i love that we have maintained this our relationship and friendship because we're still doing this together you know
1: yeah i mean natalie you and i have been friends for what a decade now oh my god lena i feel like i've known you almost as long if not Mm -hmm. i don't know i
0: feel like almost yeah
1: i don't remember exactly when i met you but it's been i mean i've known you almost as long as i've known natalie and what's funny is that like um it's funny that you said that, Natalie, just now, that you're bad at like maintaining communication with me, because mm-hmm. I'll never forget there was a moment where, so personal disclosure, it's a lot mm-hmm. of information that I'm about to about to divulge here. But um, about six, seven years ago, I went through a breakup, mm-hmm. which was kind of like the relationship that like brought me to Natalie in a way, um, and I broke up with that person, and that breakup was like a really interesting time for me, and I ended up moving away like i moved away from los angeles for a while and i moved down to orange county again and natalie came down to visit me and um i think you spent the night right i think you came down for like the night and we had a great like conversation by the fire and like i think that and this is like a this is this is not a planned part of this conversation at all but what's interesting is that um Natalie and I I feel like we really bonded that night because you basically came down and like you read me the riot act kind of in terms of like our friendship <laughs> and our relationship and like keeping in touch and what it mm-hmm. meant to like have good friends and um and it was kind of in regard to like we there was another relationship that we had mutually that was kind of like fledgling at the time and whatever and anyway, long story short, um it's been an interesting decade being friends with you both and the fact that we get to do this show kind of every week and you know stay connected especially mm-hmm. in these crazy times when you know a lot is going on in the world um I appreciate that and I appreciate you guys and I'm just again I'm super grateful that we get to do this and it's it, what it's evolved into is definitely not where it began <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think if you had have told us like two years ago like Um, when we started this podcast, of like, hey, there's going to be a pandemic two years from now, and you guys are going to be like the
0: second year of this whole thing,
1: totally. You guys will be doing this over Zoom every week, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Well,
0: I
2: I can't recall in my now deep martini haze if this was from a movie that we're going to discuss, (laughs) but I think it's from a movie or a television show. (laughs) Um, it sounds like it should be from one of the Christmas movies we're going to discuss, but I think it's about there's something really special about the family you choose, you totally. know, and I think yeah. we do choose each other and we choose to be a part of each other's lives and to stay connected. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, as you get older, you're, you learn lessons about how you communicate with people. And, you know, I know there's so much that I still need to learn on that aspect of it. Um, but I think, you know, I choose you guys every day, even though it sometimes it doesn't sound like it over text message. And I love you
0: both and I hate text messages. I'm telling you, <laughs> you this know, is going to change the world. The zoom I thing. I know. I know. <laughs> so, well, I, I it want already to has. say <laughs> seconds here because I do feel like I'm the in between, um, you guys had a friendship and I'm mm-hmm. kind of, you know, mixed in there, <clears throat> excuse me. But I look forward to the days of the um, Sean and Natalie exploring Los Angeles days. Oh. um, Where I sit at home and I get text messages of your drunk asses um, (laughs) sitting on top of statues and uh, digging (laughs) grass places and doing weird shit and maybe one day getting invited to that because it looks like so much fun. That was so fun. Really want you guys to be able to do that again and that's what i hope <laughs> for as and soon I mean, as shit opens up
2: and
1: vaccines
0: are available I can't we're wait all to gonna be exploring la
1: together no totally <laughs> yeah, I have bar to say, crawls
0: man yes that was a I, good time i loved them i know i wasn't there but i was like i can't wait to see what these people are doing
1: <laughs> so what's what's funny about that for people that have no idea what lita's talking about um there was so when i was there was a brief time when i had moved back down to orange county and I had come up to LA for the night and just to like hang out with Natalie. And we started like, I think we started at your place and then we walked to like a bunch of bars mm-hmm. and we, we were at, we were literally at a bar. <laughs> we were at pump Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. And we were like, let's just go like, like walk around the city. I don't even know how it like happened, but we literally just like, I, I couldn't even, track the trajectory of where we went that night but we walked around los angeles and when i say walked i mean like we didn't take subways we didn't take cars (laughs) we just like walked like we did a big circle around the city and like
2: up los angeles to sunset which is a fucking hike Hike. that should be a hike in itself and then
1: back down and then back to where we started like this was no like we didn't uber we did nothing like that and it was so much fun and I I think that that's the commitment that we should make to each other is that as soon as all this shit is over and the bars are open again, we're gonna drag Lena's ass with us and we're gonna fucking oh do that God, same yes. crawl. We're gonna hit pump. We're
2: gonna hit the <laughs> standard. We're gonna go literally
0: picture of a horse statue and I. I don't
2: know where we found that. What that was like somewhere on you Santa guys? Monica Boulevard.
0: Please.
2: <laughs> I still have that picture. It's literally it's I love
0: many, it so much. It's literally like my favorite thing. It's a
1: picture of me on this fucking like <laughs> stone horse or some bullshit. I don't even know how I got up there Where because I, if I had to do that today with my back issues, I couldn't do it. Like I yeah, it's, it's
2: wild the level you get to of drunk that you're like, I'm gonna climb to on you that thing. Anything. A picture of yeah. me on you that and do anything. anything. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, you guys. Cheers. Good times. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Cheers, I love you guys. That was Love you too. Yeah.
1: All right, let's get started. Um, We're going to, I'm I'm going (laughs) to dictate this because we are going to start with a movie that I was so excited about and it ended up being one of the most disappointing and trust (laughs) me, 2020 has been an endless array of disappointments. (laughs) But this film, I'm going to tell you right now, I have a Sean rant and I'm going to start and I'm going to go. You
0: go on with your Sean rant because I know exactly where this is going. I got one for you.
1: Okay. And then we're going to move into happier things because I, we're going to start with happiest season. And let me tell you something. It was not the happiest, happiest experience in my life. I'm just going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to start there. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. So I'm going to start by saying, Never in my life did I think that I would find a Hallmark movie that was better than something else. This was something that I'm pretty sure Hallmark rejected. It was, I think it was supposed to be in theaters, but I'm so glad that the theaters were not subjected to this. It's everybody in this movie was so fucking stupid. The caricatures were embarrassing to me, they were insulting to my intelligence. Lena's jaw is on the floor. I don't care. I'm going to keep going. This movie did not work for me in 2020. Maybe 10 years ago, this movie would have like kind of worked somewhere. Okay. First of all, the woman who played the sister is probably the most obnoxiously annoying actress I have ever seen in a movie in my fucking life. I know I can't wait to hear you guys what you guys thought about this one because I think you probably... <laughs> um, the overacting in this movie was embarrassing. It was insulting. I do not know how it's possible that it took me This long in my life, and I am much older than everyone listening and probably whatever, to realize my disdain for Mary Steamergen. Okay, the only likable character in this movie for me was the sister's husband and that was only because I felt bad for him for being married to such a cunt. Okay, I am not sure that I've ever seen a movie before where every single character was so fucking obnoxious and annoying. The dialogue was awful and predictable. And let me tell you, I brought receipts. I have examples. Here are some examples. (laughs) Here are some examples from the dialogue in this movie. Okay. Okay. This family has nothing to hide. How bad could it be? What are you doing in the closet? I'm not hiding you. I'm hiding me. Okay, and then the line about the finger in the eye, I just can't. I just I have to also say, I have to reiterate how much hatred I have for both of the sisters. Okay. Mackenzie and her fucking creepy eyes are not convincing to me as a straight woman. I'm sorry, come at me, cancel me, whatever you need to do. She comes across as the uh, I don't I don't like her. Dan Levy, I don't think he knows how I don't think he knows how annoying he is. And I'm here with him. He is so. <laughs>
2: How dare you? you? I have let you speak so far, but how (laughs) dare you? okay and i think
0: get it now this movie is on my side okay get it with her
1: okay i'm gonna say right now listen i'm glad we said our love for each other at the beginning of this episode because (laughs) it is
0: over i gotta say shit
1: this movie was so painful and i have to also tell you that i don't think i've ever wanted two lead characters in a film to break up or not be together so badly before okay so Uh, to be honest with you i keep wanting to call her nev campbell and i have no idea kristen stewart i wanted her so badly to end up with aubrey plaza's character i was like hoping i was like this needs to like diverge and they need to go have their own story and whatever Mm -hmm. um why were there no security cameras in the store that might have been like looking at her before arresting her quick thought for you Mm -hmm. um there was literally the this movie was so bad that there was literally a bar called Fratty's. I don't know if you guys caught that about the frat I did boys. Okay, that. and mm-hmm. I just felt like they were just trying to make me turn the movie off at that point because I was just so over it. I'm sorry. It's 2020. You've had a lesbian relationship before. You live with your girlfriend in another city. Coming out should not be this difficult for you. And the last thing that I have to say is that much like Charlie Charlie's Angels. I found myself wondering why it's always Kristen Stewart's responsibility to carry an entire fucking film. I'm done.
2: Whoa. Those are some words. There are some words. Go ahead.
1: <gasps> Lena's breathing. Lena,
0: you go first. Me- oh my God. Lena liked this movie, didn't ready? you?
1: You liked this movie.
0: Here's the thing because it's interesting that you picked this one because I have some words about the other one. Um. Hmm. Now, between the two, this one had more feeling.
1: I think it you're talking made about you feel, the it, holiday, made feel- right?
0: it made you have feelings.
1: feelings. Okay. Which
0: yeah, I think is why you're so upset about it
1: because oh. it made you
0: have feelings. I don't like feelings, and that it is get true. and you don't like feelings. And I feel like this movie had more heart. It wasn't just heart. a cheesy holiday romantic comedy movie movie, hallmark movie this one had heart to it it had a lot of inside like possible not trauma but like it's got a lot of inside stuff that's going on between characters yeah and you know it really is very heartfelt i felt very sad for a lot of these characters the sisters okay let's just talk about jane oh, my favorite God. character ever <laughs> how <laughs> dare oh you say anything about mary holland because that bitch is hysterical no. okay anything she does i'm there for it i am no. there for you mary i get it i'm good i thought she was so funny you i the one thing i will agree with you on is kristen stewart carries everything yeah, she sure. fucking does okay i don't know what flipped or what? Natalie has a point to that. I don't let her do that. But like, I will tell you right now. I've been a fan of Kristen Stewart since Twilight. I don't care what people say about that. But there has been something going on with her where I am like, I am gay for you, girl. I don't care. I love you. The hairdo. Maybe it's because I love when people like are like dark haired and they like bleach their hair. I am obsessed with her. I think she's beautiful. I love her quirkiness. I love her awkwardness. She was super free and like good, like just like her feelings in this movie. Like she felt things. I'm also a very big Mackenzie Davis fan. I really, really like her. Like I think <sighs> she's got a lot of things. She's more on the cheesy side for me. I feel like she was the cheesiest out of all of these. Alison Bree. I really enjoy Alison Bree when she can be different. When she's she really Alice leaned Brie. into the bitch. When she's Alison Brie, she's a Jason Bateman for me, and I cannot stand her, and I want her to actually do some other work.
1: She was a Jason Bateman for me in this movie.
0: She's just, you gotta be something else, lady, because you're gonna get fucking typecast this way, and I'm not gonna fucking watch your shit, and I like you, so I'm warning you now. I'm gonna pause you there. Uh, What's interesting
2: is that... Somebody, Allison, Br- she has her own show. She's starring in her own movies, and she's a very supporting character in this, being this bitch role, whatever. What show is she on? Glow. Like- that's her show, and it was like five seasons, four seasons, whatever it was, and starring in her own movies. That to me, I was surprised in a recent movie that she's playing a very supporting role to two or three other characters. I was like, wow, I'm like actually quite shocked that that's a role she's accepting at this point. And I think it's, she just kind of leaned into the natural bitch, you know, I liked her in it. Like I thought she did exactly what she does best I but think. but she you know?
0: wasn't this way community she was a very like timid funny kind of quirky but I think girl she comes across as this know, so she, well she plays she decided this well. to do that and she does it very well yes she yeah. does which makes me oof, unfortunately think that she is like that way in real person like in like real life but like it, she was before cute and adorable and funny and like Especially in Sleeping With Other People. You know I fucking am obsessed with that movie. movie. I'm like, she's perfect in that movie. And then everything else, I'm like, stop being like this because you're going to go in that Jason Bateman lane and I'm not going to be able to deal with you.
2: I, okay, so (laughs) my thoughts on this movie. So definitely did not dislike it as much as Sean disliked it. I'm really shocked and I kind of want to get into. Yeah why that is versus yeah. why we don't feel the same way and I think so to me it was like you know obviously like there's certain holiday movies that I watch over and over again that I love and like Christmas Vacation and, da, 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 da. and I was like and as I was watching it, I was like oh this is a f- nice modern twist on one of those movies where it's like no. you have the hijinks you have the things that happen in the family that, you know whatever like this is not quite a Hallmark movie, but it's, you know, it's still a holiday specific movie. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the actors in it kind of elevated it to a different level. The story wasn't as cheesy as I thought most Hallmark movies were. Um, And I think Kristen Stewart, has been so interesting to watch the last few years and that's one of the things I said to Lena I was like I feel like since she came out it feels like she is less uncomfortable with herself and whatever portrayal of character she's playing on on screen Yeah. And before I was not a fan of her in like Twilight or anything else or when she hosted at SNL or anything because it, she's just constantly uncomfortable and fidgety and she just looks like she doesn't want to be in her own skin. And that makes me uncomfortable to watch you like that. And so this and charlie's angels have been the first times that i've seen her where it's like oh like this is actually yes there's a quirkiness about her but it's the first time that i feel like she's a little bit more relaxed in who she is you
0: know and, and i think whole and a bit like uh aggressive in a way she's and it's like so funny strong. and kind of mm-hmm. l- lighter
2: in a sense and i just, just feel a little bit yeah yeah totally. and it was like and I've always, like, I mean, even in, what is that, Jodie Foster, Panic Room Panic movie. Great, like, I've liked her. I think she's a great mm-hmm. actor I've always thought she was a good actress. But then it got to, like, after her teen years, it got mm-hmm. to a really weird, uncom- every role she played was, like, very uncomfortable to watch her in. Mm-hmm. It felt like, just, I don't know. It she was uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. then... To see her now feels Mm. like a different version of watching her. And I really liked that. Um, I love Dan Levy. So you can go fuck yourself, Sean. Like I think he's one of the most amazing human beings on this planet. I think he's so fucking gorgeous. I love looking at him. I (laughs) love his acting. I love his storytelling. (laughs) Sean is so mad at me.
1: No, listen, to each their own.
2: But, it's, but I to also feel like I f- want to say, and not in a way that I'm shitting on myself and Lena and how we view things, but are we watching this from, say, a middle America perspective of like, oh, this is on paper powerful of this story that we haven't lived through and this seems like the caricature version of this story
0: well i was gonna say this was gonna be one of my points about this movie because no offense you guys live here and you go Mm -hmm. home for the holidays which is a 30 minute drive yeah me going home for the holidays is a a flight it's a whole thing it's a it's it's a whole situation so like For me, seeing this where, yes, you have this life and you live somewhere else and you have a different life there. And when you go home, you have to act and be a certain way because that's not who you are. And Mm -hmm. one reason why I think people leave because that's not who they want to be. And then when they go back there, they have to be that person. And then the fact that she invited this person to come and not thinking that kristen would go i think is what the whole thing was and then she's like sure i'm coming and then she's like oh fuck now i'm fucked because and when she's there she completely is a different person and i feel like people can code switch and that's a whole thing that people talk about now we're like you go here and you have it's to be a certain in. Person. <laughs> code switch. What is code
1: oh, switch? Oh, don't get her started.
0: Okay, let's a whole Just like Google it, like, it. Is that a TikTok thing? When you're with yeah, it's with your it's like when you're working, you are a certain person, and when yeah. you're home, you're a certain person. So you switch because that's who you are at work, and you switch when you're like who you are with. So it's you. It's the same thing when you're going home and you have to be home for the holidays and all of my friends from Virginia. This is a different thing. Like, it's not how you can just be here. Like I'm free here. But okay. Over there, so, it's like, okay. It's just, I, I just think that that showed a lot of that. Okay. And I appreciate that because it is true.
1: Okay. So I don't want to spend the whole episode on this movie. I don't first either. of all. Second, <laughs> there is something that I need to tell you both. And oh. I'm going to tell you guys this and it's just, you're going to have to deal with it and accept it. And we're going to move on from this. I
0: know what you're going to say.
1: I am a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's shocking. <laughs> I don't, this will, we'll process it in another episode. But one of my best friends happens to be Lena's <laughs> cracking up. i meant that to be hopefully it's funny to someone i don't know um (laughs) one of my best friends happens to be a lesbian and she hated this movie just as much as i did and so Mm -hmm. natalie when you spoke to your whole like middle america perspective of like what this movie how it affected you or whatever um i i'm going to preface this by saying i'm not discounting this for any gay kids out there or people out there who were are seeing representation and seeing themselves on screen Mm -hmm. in ways that they have Mm -hmm. not, because I think that there is something very profound and very important there. And I don't want to discount that in any way because that is so fucking important. Right. Um, This was obviously not my coming out experience. This was not, a lot of people I know is coming out experience. And I, mm-hmm. I'm i sure this was someone's coming out experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it kind of, it, th- that aside- well,
2: Dan, Dan Levy
0: alluded to that as well in the movie.
1: Sure, and like, well, listen- that's what I'm
0: saying is like, there's these stories where the, this is happening, you know? I people find still hiding.
1: I just need to be on record and say this, and I'm sorry to my fellow homosexuals. I find Dan Levy to be one of the most obnoxious human oh. beings on oh, the planet. You hurt me. I don't enjoy him in Schitt's Creek. In fact, he is the reason that every time I start to watch Schitt's Creek because everybody tells me how fucking brilliant and amazing it is, I have to turn it off because I'm so annoyed by him as a character, as an actor, whatever. All of those things that aside- It makes
2: me so sad. I love I that show so much and I love I him so much.
1: I know. And listen, to each their own. Like I Listen, this movie probably, I guarantee you, it had- a profoundly positive effect on some people that watched it. And I, and I'm not I'm not going to dis- I don't
2: I don't think that this movie is for us. I don't think it's for you. I think it's for middle America moms and totally. dads who yeah. probably have never had to they don't have any homosexual people in their lives and maybe this is something that it's like hey like look at who your family is and love them for who they mm-hmm. are and let people be happy. Even crazy and- Jane. Yeah.
1: But that's and I think I think that's
2: more for those people. And I think it is representation, yes, is important, but I also think that it's do you this isn't call me by your name, you know, this isn't this like deep love story that is going to resonate with maybe people that feel so connected with that storyline. I think that this is for people that it's like, yeah, this is the vanilla version of it you know?
1: Yeah. And listen, I do understand that. Although to counterpoint that, and I think we should wrap this conversation up because yeah. we've got a lot of other movies to talk about, but I would say too, that this movie was written and directed by a homosexual. This movie, yeah, stars, this movie stars a lot of gay people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that like knowing that there's a certain responsibility to present mm-hmm. this content in a way that is more impactful to the gay community. And again, I do not res- represent I know it's shocking. I don't represent the entire gay community, yeah. right? So I'm I could be very wrong about my interpretation or assessment of this film and I'm I'm here to admit that, right? I did not like this movie and the survey that I took amongst the gay people that I do know, yeah. they also did not like this movie for yeah. vastly different reasons, yeah, right? So I, and
2: I, don't, I don't think that this is like mm. I don't want to shit on like a certain responsibility that people should have for this type yeah. of movie. I think that there's a level of like I think greatness that these people have taken to Vanilla Eyes <laughs> a yes. story yes. that some people have been refusing to listen to for a really yes. long time yes. and I think there needs to be a tip you know, tip of your toe in the water sort of thing where it's like you have to make it a little bit more comfortable for people to start somewhere for people to be like, no offense if anybody in middle America, moms that are super like Catholic or Christian or whatever and like have never met a gay person in their life where it's like, hey. Oh,
1: they've met them, trust
2: me. I I like these people. Like, oh, that Kristen Stewart was so sweet. Like you kind of need to give them this version you a have cushion. to give them the version of Shit's Creek to kind of realize that it's like these aren't bad people and they're not this isn't a bad situation you know and it's yeah. I think it's I don't think it's irresponsible by these people's part to do this I think it is it's just a it's not made for you it is made
0: for yeah a lot of America that we don't live next to. I mean, and hey, listen,
1: the I, happiest
0: season of this movie was uh, Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza. So uh, just to watch them is oh, yeah. great.
1: Agreed. And uh, to, again, I would have loved to have seen of an alternate version of this movie Same. where those two characters ended up together because mm-hmm. they're the ones that had the most chemistry in this entire yeah. film. Yeah, um, totally. And I think that in and of itself, knowing the gay community mm-hmm. the way that I do, that would have possibly been like the more realistic version of this story, right? Where the two yeah. people that you think are supposed to end up together actually don't. And I think for me, the, the biggest issue that I have with this film is, and the reason that I think I wanted like Aubrey Plaza and Kristen Stewart's characters to end up together is because, what's her name? I always forget her name. McKenzie She's so Davis. forgettable to me. But Kenzie Davis. Yes. Her character in this, I was so annoyed with the fact that her family was like full of assholes, right? Mm-hmm. So- yeah. Had you potentially made them more sympathetic characters, I would have been bought into the notion that she needed to hide this from them. But they're literally every single one of them, down to the mom, was an asshole. So I'm like, well, go fuck yourself. Like, who cares if you come out to these people and they hate you? They're literally all assholes.
0: So and they all said they were assholes. Too, okay, but, but I do but having do, said yeah, that, yeah. I think
2: that's one thing that it's like Mackenzie's character was same. like it's still my dad yeah. and yeah, it's still my you know mom there's i don't know i don't they're say, all such i, I don't think it's so cut and dry much. yeah
1: okay but be- they're such awful people though that like so what you come out to them and then they disown you you've mm-hmm. disowned five awful people okay let's move on you know what i mean and it's one of those things yeah. where it's like again had you made one of them just one of them likable I maybe would have been like, okay, I get it. But the fact that all of them were such awful people, I'm just like, fuck them. Fuck them all.
0: Jane wasn't awful.
1: Well, (laughs) yeah, but she was a fucking whack job. So whatever. Jane was the
0: best.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Let's score this and not talk about it ever again. Okay, let's
2: go. go I'm
1: at a four. I can't wait. I'm being generous because there were the production value (laughs) – was remotely decent and i enjoyed kristen stewart and i enjoyed aubrey plaza mm-hmm. i'm at a four but this was it was a very very challenging score for me lena
0: oh i thought Natalie was gonna go no, <laughs> i go did ahead. too Natalie. i was but you said lena so i was like <laughs> okay i saw her mouth open i was like uh I'm- i think the
1: audience heard her mouth open too that's the best part
0: <laughs> I'll go because I'm sure you want to hear. I, I'm at a three on this one. It, I'm, I'm neither here nor there. I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's definitely something you can totally watch for the holidays. And like, you know, it's not happy-go-lucky holiday, but it's yeah. also, you know, one of my favorite movies, Family Stone, is not a happy-go-lucky holiday movie, but it's That's one awesome. movie that I watch every holiday or even not. Um, and it's hard to watch, but it's a great movie.
1: Yeah. Natalie?
0: I'm at a three.
2: I was very indifferent to it. Like I don't mind it. I don't hate it by any means. I don't think it will have an attachment to my holiday experiences quite like Christmas vacation or any of these other movies. But I can't say that that wouldn't be possible for maybe like a really young like lesbian girl that like feels so connected with this story. Like maybe that is you know, cause it's like, there are fun moments in it. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, Kristen Stewart's super fun in it. I really like her. I really love Dan Levy. Like I love the guy that is the ex-boyfriend. I don't know his name, but like, I really like him. So it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. It's wasn't the worst thing I've watched. Yeah. We'll get into that later.
1: I am hoping that the um, – <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a fun reversal. Um,
0: the knives are out.
1: I want to say to that young lesbian girl watching that I hope that you end up with the Aubrey Plaza character much before you yeah. end up with the Mackenzie yeah. Davis character. Because- I don't think sure. that these people
2: are going to end up together, you know.
1: Yeah. 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 and I think I, that- You know,
2: it's funny. I think in reality when they were talking about like – When Kristen Sir was like, I want somebody who's ready. And Dan Levy was saying that it's like, oh, you know, her love for you doesn't change who she is to her parents. You know, I've known enough gay people and enough people who have just come out of the closet at a certain time where it's like, you can't really reconcile who you are with somebody else and being completely different with the rest of the world. like. Yes, that doesn't change how they love you, but that is that does change the person you are loving because that's not the person they're showing to 90% of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. So I it's get like, that,
1: but the the Mackenzie Davis character, and again, I don't want to beat this dead horse to death, but Mackenzie Davis character in this film in particular, and that's what we're critiquing, right? Yeah. Had, ample opportunity again more than one opportunity to rise to the fucking occasion and she never did until the very 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 last minute when When nobody
2: else was there
1: Well, and when Kristen Stewart's character literally said it's too late and I was like, thank you. I was like, thank you because Mm -hmm. I'm with you. It's too late. It's too fucking late after all you've subjected her to, after all these horrible people have put this person that you love through. That's the part that bothered me. It's not the part that it took Mackenzie Davis time to reconcile that because I get that it's tough, right? It's your family. It's your parents, it's your dad, whatever. But the fact that you love this person so much and you allow them to be subjected to all of this shit
0: and not no. stand
2: up for them. And
1: never once stand up for them. Fuck you, yeah. dude. Yeah.
2: That that it, moment when she was like, "It's a, she's lying. She's lying. I'm not a liar." Yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah this and is Kristen fucking Stewart devastating
0: like i was like that's really the door, like, i'm done i'm yeah, literally I was like, angry. really sad
1: i'm angry yeah. all over again talking about that moment in the movie yeah, i was
0: I so that sad me, was so sad
1: that to me is when as someone that had invested my fucking 90 minutes or whatever it was in this movie and you get to that moment where she says that to her yeah. i'm like fuck you dude Kristen I also Kristen feel Stewart. like
0: that happens and it, like that's you know real thing
1: it happens but
0: and it the, sucks
1: to the extent that it happened here where Mackenzie Davis still didn't defend Ugh. her after all yeah. the shit that she'd been through, mm-hmm. I was just like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm done. I'm yeah. I'm so done. And totally. go be, go fuck Audrey Plaza. Like that's we all want to do that anyway, so it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's we're gonna intersperse this. We're gonna get to the the, the grand finale in a second, but we're gonna intersperse this with a couple other just fun no, movies Lord. that we fun or not movies, I don't know, that we decided to watch. All right. So starting with the Christmas Chronicles. I think that um this was I was this your suggestion Lena? I think this is your suggestion.
0: Um actually no, I think you said the PS switch or the P whatever switch. <laughs> and switch? this one the second one you um suggested. I on my own watched 10 christmas movies
1: that's insane to me i bless um, you bless you for that so
0: i watched all of these just on my own oh okay. so if anybody has any questions about christmas movies just yeah, direct at some them point Selena. i'm gonna list a dm the lena ones I watched and then i'll i'll just give you a quick review. so
1: I have to say that Netflix, if you live in Los Angeles and you drive, if you ever drive on Sunset Boulevard, you cannot not be exposed to whatever Netflix is promoting at any given time. And the interesting thing about the Christmas Chronicles is that there's there's a bunch of billboards on like Sunset and Crescent Heights, this area, if you've seen this, where it's like, there's one of Kurt Russell, there's one of Goldie Hawn, there's Mm -hmm. like a bunch of them. And like, I was excited for this movie because I love Goldie Hawn mainly. And- I think the, my problem with Christmas Chronicles that I was expecting, first of all, seeing her aging is not a pleasant experience for me. And no, I hate to it sound I hate to sound sexist you know. and all of those things, you know, because it's But
0: yeah, it's it, not. She made that choice.
2: Well, it's like I think she though. made that choice she in that choice. the nineties mm-hmm. when that was there was a lot of pressure to still be hot yeah. and young yeah Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a lot of roles for women her age well she
1: she mocked it in first wives club right and so we kind of got that taste of like what what's the goldie haunt to come or whatever and listen i think the thing that was most um i will give the production value for christmas chronicles to a plus like it was fantastical right Wait, Um, i have
0: a question did you watch the first one no i did not i sean sorry
1: well goddamn, i didn't have time between all these movies we had to watch I excuse
2: me i 10? watched 10?
0: all <laughs> of them <laughs> i watched fucking 10 I'm and i'm sorry
1: no what asked movie? you watched
0: four in three days in a day and in a bless, day. Day. bless in a day. you
1: bless you for that I <laughs> because just, I... I
2: refuse to watch a sequel yeah. and never watched the first one for context. Well, and we I, have
0: words. I'm glad you brought up Chronicles because I have words about this one.
1: I had a hunch that if Goldie Hawn wasn't somehow Mrs. Claus wasn't in the first one. That's she, prob-
0: is. she is. She's oh, in the she, end. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a really uh, fun little so surprise button in the first spoiler one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not a spoiler
2: alert. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, okay. I'll, so I will say, because I haven't shared with Lena how I feel about these movies at all.
0: Yeah, and I'm dying. And I think you guys both Well, have I don't an really idea. care about the Princess one. I cared about the Chronicles one. I
2: think you guys both have an idea about how I feel about most Christmas movies
0: in general. Yes. Um,
1: Which is weird because you're so Christmassy. Like, you literally I decorated totally, your but whole she's balcony.
0: she's not totally friendly Christmassy.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I've
2: discovered wh- – I think I know why. Okay. So – Christmas Chronicles, the first one, was shockingly enjoyable. And I think I was not... Uh, I told you! I was not expecting to like it. I was almost consciously trying to not like it. it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I liked it. And I think the thing that I noticed about it is that it's like it allowed... Okay, the thing I don't like about some of these movies and we'll get into them is when adults act like children or like they're in a children movie, a kid's movie. And I feel like the Kurt Russell Santa Switch. in exactly. Uh-huh. And I think in Christmas Chronicles, the first one, Kurt Russell acted like an adult. He never didn't act like an adult. It was never him coolest ever yeah it wasn't him placating like this kids movie it was like these kids were in adult santa world Mm -hmm. and i think the idea that children have always like what would that experience be if we got to be with santa for one night in what his world is is totally lived through the first movie and I think it's done so fucking well and there's so many great things about the first movie that it's really hard to not like it as much as I tried not to like it whereas then in the second movie they're trying to tell a completely different story which it's like the magic of the first movie was like the thing that kids want the most is like I, if I could be with Santa in his sleigh for a night and see what he does, that is one of the most magical experiences you could create. The second movie is then about an elf gone bad, and I don't think that that's <laughs> a story that kids really give a shit about. about. And the well, things- it's like a
1: human slash elf gone bad, which makes it even more yeah. complicated, right? Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like, and then it's like, I think in the first one, the elves were so fucking cute and they were so fun, and then the elves. The little elves go bad in the second one and you're like, I don't want them to be the bad guys. I want them to still be the cute, fun guys from the first movie where they're protecting Santa and that's all they do. So what is the conflict in the first one? is that like they the kids jump they catch santa in the act they mm-hmm. jump in his sleigh and they crash his sleigh and gotcha. so he loses his hat that has a magical power and it's like how do we save christmas because we have caused this disastrous event this night and so they're trying to help santa recover the rest of christmas
0: in the so most people fun don't- yeah normal way possible And it's 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 Santa's now in our world. Yes, exactly. And they know how our world works, and they're trying to get Santa back on his sleigh. How they know how to do it? Gosh! And it's it's like, and Santa has like it's worth a watch. I'm telling you,
2: totally worth a watch. He has like a musical routine. Oh man! In the the first one, I
0: was. Dancing, I was like, that is so much better like than, movie, than in the I'm... fucking
2: airport. It yeah. just like so, so many cool. things. It's like okay, obviously it's a sequel. You're gonna duplicate all the mm-hmm. things that went well in the first mm-hmm. one and do them again in the second one. But they did it fucking a third of the way fun as they did in the first one, and mm-hmm. then it was again just I think placating to being a kids' movie at that point. Like it just. Are you saying lines- that?
1: Are you saying that the entire thing wasn't filmed on a green screen like the second one was? Or (laughs) By the way, hashtag distracting um, Mariah Carey Apple TV Christmas special I'm talking to you because as much as I love that, I was bothered by the green screen. I have
0: not watched Um, that yet, but I'm dreading it.
1: You will. It's amazing.
0: It just... There was, and there was
2: so much heart in the first one. Oh, there was so much. And I'm not going to say it for is you because I want you Santa to watch Claus. it, Sean. Yeah. But literally, as I'm watching it by myself, there's a scene at the end.
1: Did you cry? That it's
2: like, that I was like... <sighs> <gasps> oh
1: my god Natalie I did just, you almost shed a tear or did you actually shed a tear I almost shed a tear I oh, okay. shed it.
2: Sean,
0: it's so go. good It's actually so that much is why real kept heart in the you guys. you yeah. have to watch the first one because literally I watched 10 movies and I watched the first <laughs> one I watched the second one and I'm telling you the first one out of all of the movies I watched was a Christmas movie yeah. miracle was it a like, Christmas miracle literally it was I was like I haven't seen a Christmas movie like this probably and i'm gonna say it since elf like a new christmas movie that i will probably and could actually add to my christmas list of movies to
2: watch i I will say it it. is
0: that enjoyable that good for an adult
2: like Mm -hmm. i mean i'll say this the
1: first one is on my list of movies to watch I did not prioritize it for this episode because, again, we weren't necessarily going to discuss it. But I.
0: I no, but you can't watch a two without the one.
1: Well, the only reason I watched two though was Goldie Hawn. Like I told you, that's I that know, she was the only draw for
2: one. me. But that's also like now these people are on like two separate adventures. That mm-hmm. it's like I don't really care about the adventure Goldie Hawn is on with this kid. Like I just.
1: I mean, I did not love the second one. To be honest with you, no. like that's that was no. my whole you know premise for wanting to talk about it this episode, and I. I watched it. You know what? Like, it was entertaining to me. And again, the production value, like, you could tell they spent a fucking shit ton of money yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always do have an appreciation for that. But I just, I don't know. I thought it was, like, good. You know what I mean? Like, it was, I wasn't, yeah. I didn't regret watching it. But I wasn't like, oh my God, this is an amazing film. I'm like, well, I think
0: because you didn't watch the first one, watching the second one, you're looking at the production value, it's good. Yeah. The acting is pretty good. Like a lot of, but then when you watch the first one, you're like, this, it's phenomenal. Like compared oh. to like the second one, it's like a whole nother level. And we got a bit of a little six degree separation here with um the writer, costume designer. And so yeah. that family that did this. And I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Like, Who is that? So good. What, what do you mean? So the writer is Matt Lieberman. And we worked for somebody who was like the cousin? Yeah, I think. The cousin to him. And uh, huh. Maya. You know, this was years ago. And the costume designer, she's been on a lot of like Adam Sandler stuff. Like, that's why I know. That's why we know her. So interesting. And she's married to him. I think the writer.
2: I think the first one was like, I think a labor of love where it's like, this is really a story that somebody has worked on for a really long time. And the second one feels like, the first one was successful so how do yeah. we do a different again <laughs> how wonder. do we do a sequel and i feel like and i literally asked the question to Lena. i was like i wonder if kurt and goldie signed on not reading the script yeah like and then yeah, they're kind totally. of stuck in this where it's and like also thought it was there was so much success too, so. yeah if there was well, so much success well it's in the interesting first about one, the
0: first one too because also you have goldie kurt any of oliver Who's a little bit a part of it, and it's like it's cute that this whole like family is like part of it. it's yeah, it's really sure. really special.
1: I also think you have to ask yourself at this point in their careers, do they even need to read the script? Like, if someone asks them to do something, are they just going to sign on regardless? Well, especially
0: and, after the first one being really good, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to do this again. Well, and it's and Netflix. Feel like they'll read the, I feel like they'll read the scripts after doing the second one. Well, for <laughs> Kurt to be able to wear that Santa Claus outfit again, oh, fuck yeah, that, that was the but... best Santa Claus, like modern day Santa Claus outfit I've ever seen. Yeah, I loved it. I really want you to watch the first one, Sean. The- Sean I, I one. you have to watch the first one, and you're gonna be like, you, you know what, guys, you're right.
1: I mean, listen, I think this – so just the idea of when we talked about doing this episode inspired me to want to watch Mm -hmm. a bunch of Christmas movies, and I have like five more on my list. Well, give me my list.
0: I watched ten.
1: Totally, and I'm I'm down to watch all of them. I I can't
2: wait to get on record on our best of 2020 list that he watched the first one and thinks it's amazing. I can't wait to have that recorded Uh and on air.
0: Okay, well, we'll see. Sean, we'll see. Can <laughs> please watch it
1: before then. I will can say- Can I just ask
0: that one thing of you? Please Oh, 100%. Watch
1: it like I said, it's on my list. I'll watch it. But okay, good. I think the thing that is most, to kind of bring it full circle, to talk about, like, wrap up the Christmas Chronicles, I think that Overboard, as you guys know, is one of my all-time favorite mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And Goldie Hawn is what makes that movie so magical, right? And so I think, for me, I was expecting- That chemistry that they had in that movie. And I'm thinking back to like that first scene when they're on the yacht toward the beginning where she's like lecturing him on how to be a decent human or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that, I was expecting somehow to like recreate that magic again. And I think for me, I was so disappointed by the fact that like they had no chemistry in this movie. I mean, Goldie Hawn will naturally bring some level of magic to anything that she does because she's a
0: Kurt Russell movie. Because
1: she's Goldie Hawn. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just, again, I, it is what it is it's a netflix movie it's a christmas movie it's whatever i gave it a three I'll, I'll try again with the first
0: one
2: yeah my i'm a four.
0: Oh wow oh this is a two for me i loved it
2: <sighs> two
0: yeah um, christmas I, chronicles I, two no not two yeah sorry christmas chronicles we're, we're talking about two two is christmas chronicles two yeah i okay. no. We're,
1: we're scoring numbers here yeah. okay. sorry yeah all right
0: number one is a two watch okay. yeah number one is a two for me <laughs> i love it so much
1: Okay, fair. Let's move on to one of my all-time favorite movies.
2: Oh lord, Maria. oh
0: god. <laughs> here we go. It's exhausting part of
2: this podcast. Here we go. Jesus Christ, here we go. I can't wait. I to cannot fucking believe I had to sit through these movies. The
1: <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first, and then we. I'm in make, the
2: middle here. I cannot wait. I'm we can dying. make this. Oh, I don't have a ton to say, so you we, go ahead. We
1: can make this very brief, and I have lots of. <laughs> <laughs> I have notes on my justifications, so trust me, it's fine. Right. Um, So I'm going to preface this by saying that I am someone that, as I've gotten older in my life, I feel less and less emotion and less empathy toward humanity. Okay. So for me to watch the first princess, I agree, but it's, it is what it is. So for me to watch the first princess, which and have the experience that I did, That movie to me was, and I just watched it again before we did this because I love it so much. Um, I uh, Vanessa Hudgens to me is a revelation. I enjoy her so much. Her screen chemistry is so good. Listen, I'm not saying that she could go to battle with like a Timothy or a Leo and be a fucking amazing actress, but what you need her to do in a movie like this, she does it so well. And these movies make me feel good. I think that's the I think that's the bottom line of like any of this is that like these movies, I feel so good and just it's just so fun to watch them. It's fantastical, it's ridiculous, it's fun. They're the perfect escape. Um, the budget increase from part one to part two, especially with regard to like <laughs> the castle, <laughs> the castle, the music licensing. <laughs> like you got like Kelly Clarkson songs in the yeah. second one. Like yeah. um, and the one thing that I would challenge you, because I, Natalie, I know specifically that you probably hated both of these. The one thing that I would challenge you to think about is that, like, Vanessa Hudgens had to play three different characters, especially in the second one. Right. And she also had to have chemistry, a different kind of chemistry with both of the lead actors in these movies. And I <laughs> think that there's something very interesting there to be able to do that in a way that is convincing. And listen, I am not scoring this on like a you know, an A-plus cinematic experience because it's not that, right? It's a fucking Netflix Christmas movie. But I I enjoyed it. I I had fun. I It was a whimsical, magical escape. And there's this foreign country that she's the fucking princess and the queen of that doesn't exist. That's just, I don't know. It's fun. It's It's a fun escape. And right now, I think people need a fun escape more than they ever have. And mm-hmm. so The Princess Switch parts one and two- are fucking a plus for me okay let's move on
2: so i think it these movies did help me pinpoint exactly what i don't like about this type of movie okay um and i think as a young (laughs) child i always wanted to be an adult and i always wanted to be older and i couldn't wait to be an adult how do you feel
1: about that now sweetheart
2: Oh, it fucking sucks for sure. And I hate (laughs) having responsibilities, but I think, you know, I watched Friends live when it was on the air when I was in elementary school and I just wanted to be one of those people in these apartments, paying rent, having a job, whatever. I always naturally wanted to be older than I was. And so I think why I never like movies like this is when adults are playing for children and playing acting like very juvenile and youthful and I don't I don't real I've never liked that type of entertainment I like yeah I like adults playing adults because that's what I'm attracted I always wanted to sit at the adult table and hear the adult conversation I don't want to hear the conversation that's meant for children that's not who I am at all So, so I think And the movie I kept thinking about a lot, kind of comparing it to this, was like Parent Trap. And this was Lindsay Lohan as a child playing these two characters, but she was a child. So it felt (laughs) acceptable that these were the hijinks of this child that she got into, you know? And I think this is... Vanessa Hudgens playing this princess and this like adult she owns a bakery and all I can think about is like how the fuck do you get to own a bakery in Chicago at this young age and like (laughs) you know just like all of these things that I'm thinking about that it just like don't really make sense for how I feel she's younger than me right now and it's hard for me to watch these movies in a any sort of escapism or reality contact, I just can't do it. I don't, I never liked it as a child. I don't like it as an adult. So for me, there isn't, it doesn't like kind of reach to like a nostalgia factor of like, oh, just like have fun with these. I just, I can't. I never liked them as a kid and I don't like it now. I sure. think. That's a whole nother issue. (laughs) Whatever. Like there could be a whole reason I should go to a psychologist to talk about why that is. But like, I just, it never spoke to me. I love the parent trap and I, I liked it then. And I appreciate it now as an adult, there's, I'm like, why? And I was really trying to figure out like, why do I like that? And I don't like this.
1: I mean, listen, I think so. Here's what I'll say. I have this theory And I'm sorry to any gay men listening, but I have this theory that like all gay men are secretly like perpetually forever 17 year old girls like we just are there's something there's something in us that like doesn't want to like fully grow up. We want to love like cheesy pop music and like cheesy movies like this and whatever and I don't know I I, I, there's something about this movie that I just fucking love I love. Yeah. I, this there's nothing about this movie that I could ever relate to. There's nothing about this movie that like, you know what I mean? Like it's so whimsical and fantastical and ridiculous, but I just love it. And I loved being in this world for two hours. And when the sequel came out, I was like, oh my God, I get to do this all over again. And it was just as stupid yeah. and just as fun the second time. But I just had so much fun with it. And I had so much fun in like, just surrendering to the notion that like, this is obviously not real. Like there's nothing yeah. about this movie that, is even plausibility like it's nothing about this is set in reality to any extent. Right. So immediately you're surrendering to that. You're surrendering to the fact that like, I have to suspend my disbelief entirely for the next two hours because nothing about this experience could possibly be real. Right. From the first frame of the first one where you see the fucking old man who appears in like every scene, because he's like the narrator, you know, miracle worker behind the scenes yeah like but there's something like that's what we all like dream of right like we all like even if we don't even if we're cynical even if we're you know burned by love or scorned by life or whatever it's like you can watch a movie like this and for 90 minutes you're Wished away into this world where you just, you don't have to think about the fucking pandemic. You don't have to think about Donald Trump. You don't have to think about your fucking heartbreaks that you've been through in your life. It's just, you're watching these people live this fantastical life and it's fun. And that's where where the bar is like starts for me. Lena?
0: (laughs) Well, this is where I think I'm very much in the middle of you guys. Um, So for me, um, the parent trap was never anything that I, cared about I I I didn't care about that I I I also think that I didn't like kids movies like that for some reason I don't know why and it's weird because like listening to both of you it's so dramatic like I (laughs) I feel like most young children boys or girls whatever want to be a prince or princess like I feel like at some point when they're little They want that. And for some reason, I'm I'm worried that Natalie never wanted to be a princess. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) Pretty, pretty princess? I feel like for some reason, she just never wanted to be a princess. Like, I don't know what that is. And maybe I'm wrong about that. But like, what I feel like this movie is, is having that. And, and I didn't even think about that, Natalie, about how she is younger than you because you're younger mm-hmm. than me. And she has a bakery. I don't think about any of that stuff. I yeah, just same. think she's an adult girl. She's got a bakery. This is her career. This is what she chose. You know, she's broke or not broke or whatever it is. She works with her best friend who could be her boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. And... I didn't think about any of that stuff. So when you said that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I literally never (laughs) had that thought. Like I didn't think about that at all. And so when you go and she's at this baking competition in this country and she's like, oh, you get to be a princess for the day. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, of course, I kind of want to do that, but like, I'm kind of scared to do that. But then you meet the prince and you're like, fuck, I fell in love with this guy. Like it's, it's kind of where I feel like I'm totally in the middle of you guys because I'm like, oh, that's a really cool experience. To, like, this could this happen to like an adult person? Because it's not a kids movie, you know what I mean? Lena's like, okay. maybe this could
1: happen to me. <laughs> no, I'm just no,
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying like as an adult to see that because it's not a child watching. A child probably is watching this movie. <laughs> But they're probably thinking, like, oh, when I'm older, maybe I could be a princess. But, like, when I was little, I always thought, oh, maybe I could be a prince. I don't know. It's it's very in between you guys. Like, I, I literally never thought that, Natalie. And I'm, like, never, didn't even cross my mind how old she is owning a bakery. I didn't even think about oh, that. Oh, but- I,
2: I mean, I have a weird issue with watch that's why i never watched the hills or the oc i fucking hate watching people younger than me with more money and more success it drives me fucking crazy <laughs>
1: okay we'll I address that in a totally i loved
2: episode. those fucking shows i, can't, so, I cannot anyway. do it as a
0: full grown adult i cannot do it but i have another whole thing here because so again i watched 10 fucking christmas movies and so i watched princess switch One, Princess Switch Two, and I also watched The Night Before Christmas, which is Vanessa Hudgens.
1: Love it. Love it.
0: And let me tell you, she knows how to get that Christmas cookie dough. Okay. She knows how to work Netflix. She knows how to get in there to make these movies that are very simple minded cheesy and she's
1: si- got easy yeah. she
0: got which it which i down. think she's probably great at and i'm sure
2: she teenage girls love it but i'm and not I don't, a teenage girl and i, don't I am closer
0: like to 40 her. than i am 30. I don't like <laughs> You watch your
1: mouth. You mind watch your mouth.
0: Watching any of these movies. So I will have to say that the night before Christmas, I liked way more than the princess movies. Yeah, it was fun. I, it was super fun. I, the, the whole house and the situation and like all the, the cuteness of it. Very over the top. And, very and the
1: night. And that was much
0: hotter than the guy. Yeah, in he one. was yeah. way. Cute. Yeah, I don't think that Prince was that fucking cute at all. Okay, well, in The Night Before Christmas, he is adorable. I love him so much. Anyways, but, like, the princess switches are fine. I definitely liked number one more than number two. Number two was way too out of control with that third switch with the blonde, crazy Paris Hilton girl. I, I do I agree like that her. it's,
2: like, Vanessa Hudgens. She's she's not She knows it how in. to get that Christmas she's cookie not, Oh She's not phoning it in. She's yeah. working her no. ass off, for sure. Yes. But I have major problems with like the first one that this guy, her friend and partner in the business is not completely fucking pissed. That he's been bamboozled this entire time. He's like, "Oh, you were Margaret. Oh!" And then no, because- goes, "It's fine with it." It's like you have yeah, been lied he to the, the love whole of his life.
0: Who's rich? I was gonna say. If also, finds a boyfriend or girlfriend who's a prince or princess. Is somebody he thinks he's falling in love with his best
1: friend Amen to that. Amen to that. We no,
2: ain't because ain't he's been falling in love. That's with okay, his not
1: true.
0: Best Here's the thing. a
2: princess. I'm Okay.
1: He knew his whole life that he knew he had a crush on her, but she never felt the same. Yes. So when it's finally reciprocated, of course he steps up and is like, "Oh my God, this yeah, is amazing!" Yeah. He's
0: like, "Oh shit, she likes me." There's gotta I be a part of him buy it.
1: There's gotta be a part of him that knew that like it wasn't her, right? Because even the daughter was like keen to that. Yeah, so. but he yeah.
0: don't
2: care. I'm too bitter and alone <laughs> and single well, to buy into that fucking story. Okay. well Okay. Let me tell you something. And now though. too drunk. So, okay,
1: same. So let me tell you something. The reason that I feel so strongly about this movie is that and I'm backed up by the fact that this is the number one movie right now in the world on Netflix. And I wanted to I, bring don't that,
2: understand. I, I don't wanted to bring understand. that
1: to your attention because I first saw the princess, the first princess switch when it came out. I think it was two You've years ago. You've been
0: talking now. about that for a year. I get it.
1: I think it was two years ago actually that it came out. Oh, and me. I remember watching it and like, I watched it on a whim, right? It was like, you know, suggested in my Netflix queue or whatever. And I was like, I whatever. I would have
2: never it. put this on by I myself. I put it
1: on. I put it on as a gay man.
2: I'm judging you. And, I will forever judge you. And I was like. volunteering to put this on.
1: And I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm just going to watch it. It looks so stupid. But I was like, you know, the trailer, they tease you with, tease me enough. And I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And I was so pleasantly surprised by my experience with this movie and I was so – I cannot tell you the sense of excitement I felt when I saw that there was a sequel. That not only was it coming up, but that it was already ready in my queue for me. That I was like, dear God.
0: I'm going to snort.
1: The 2020 There's, gods have, like, done something There is well. not
2: enough teasing in the world that have would have gotten Wait, me to Natalie, put this what on myself. what happened when you
0: turned on Netflix?
2: <laughs> what a oh
1: Yeah, which, oh ser- my God. which so serial killer I have- documentary? <laughs>
2: God. So th- – Backtracking to my Thanksgiving trip in Mexico, I have a very like first generation Apple TV that I keep in my room <laughs> that is connected to my Netflix account that I bring down with me to Mexico. And my dad goes in and it shows all it's a different menu and it's a completely different uh, system. And it shows all the movies I've watched recently and they're all these Christmas movies. And he was like, have you watched all of these? And I was like, well, I guess I know what Lena's been doing for the past week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "I clearly she's not allowed to watch these when
0: I'm around. You're like, I, I would not be called watch dead them. watching I was like, radio. she's out of town. Awesome. I get to watch all the movies that she won't watch. No. Uh, absolutely amazing. not.
2: I mean, okay,
0: I have a question. Yeah. So... Did you watch The Night Before Christmas, Natalie? No. No. Okay. Good. Well, we're going to watch it. So. Yeah.
1: I watched that last year and I loved it. I thought it I was. I really army. like that. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Let's move on because we've got. We still got one more wait, big one. more.
0: Yes. One um, more. One.
1: Let's score this one. I have to tell you between one and two, I, I am almost at a one. I can't. Because-
2: I literally will not do this <laughs> podcast with you ever again if you score these movies a one. <laughs>
1: I'm at a two because I just these movies obviously can't live in the same realm. Wait, are you counting
0: them both as twos as a whole or like the number two?
1: I'm scoring them both as a two collectively. Okay, well,
0: you can't do that.
1: Well, because they would both be a two for me.
0: But you didn't let me do that with Christmas Chronicles.
1: You can. You can do that with Christmas Chronicles one and two. Christmas
2: Chronicles should not be matched up because as a franchise, they do not equal each other. Okay, They're well, I think movies. I think that the princess Ooh. movies,
1: the prince. Whereas whatever. I feel
2: like the princess movies are equally shit. Go ahead.
1: Okay, I'm at a two. Go fuck yourself, Lena. What was your score? Actually, you know what, Lena? You can go last because I feel like you're going to somewhat be in agreement with me. Natalie, just get it over with. What was your score? Five, five martinis. Would that make you happy with this movie?
2: Yeah,
0: probably. Okay, let's probably. move on, Lena. You can't even score
1: lena i, I don't even care this lena. is
0: the first time she hasn't even said it's a five
1: this is the first Can't time i don't fucking it? want to know her score i'm gonna be really <laughs> candid about this right now look
0: lena. i'm gonna look i'm i love you sean I i love you natalie i'm gonna go with a three be, they're fun for me watch them i think they're fun I, they're christmas movies and when we all want to be around christmas and have a fun time watch them they're fun okay that's all I all right the grinch <laughs>
1: Speaking of Grinch, now it's time to move on to The Holiday. And <laughs> oh, I'm just God. I'm going to come out and say everything I feel about this movie right now because again, I think we're going to be in disagreement. This is the fucking holidays. It's Christmas. We should all be happy and festive and you're just all making me angry with this episode. So, having said that, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I think that this is one of the best not just movies I've seen in a long time, oh, but it is Probably the perfect romantic comedy slash perfect perfect Christmas movie. I love Emma Roberts. I love Luke Bracey. I am always down for a hot Australian. Even Manish. We're all
0: down for a hot Australian. Okay. The
1: hot doctor in the bunny suit. I was even. Oh,
0: he's so cute. Oh yeah. I
1: need to know first and foremost, why Andrew bachelor is in every movie that I've seen in the last year. And is he just supposed to be in every Netflix movie going forward? Um, Frances fisher the mom from titanic i was kind of shocked to see i was her. like is
0: she still alive
1: okay it was kind of like seeing your teacher at the mall when you were in yes, school James I cameron know, i don't know if that ex-wife. ever happened to you but like it was really weird when like you saw her in this because i was like you're only supposed to be in titanic That's
2: his ex-wife mm-hmm. no lynn what's her no. name he's been married several times really? he married her and then he yes. married the other
0: girl from titanic
1: from terminator yes.
2: No, I didn't. think he was married to Linda, Linda Hamilton for a little bit, and then yeah, I think he's, he's been married, married to
0: her. Girl from Titanic, or is this, when, or when is she married, married to Clint Eastwood? I can't remember. Yeah, she's she been was, married to one of them. That's Francis Connor. Like, yes, you're crazy. Okay.
1: Anyway, I just yeah. I've never. I so, was like, no
0: way. In. Sorry. I we're yeah. all Wrong we're all lady. super drunk.
1: We're all super drunk. Um, I realized in this movie that I had never so closely associated someone with the role before that it was like every time she was on the screen on the screen it was like incredibly distracting for me because i was like what you're the mean mom from titanic that's what i kept thinking um i've also i've always been kind of indifferent to christian shinowitz but i found her
0: (gasps) (gasps) what happened to her forehead
1: i don't all
0: i could think about the whole time was like what happened to your yeah. hairline? line
1: i don't know i didn't mind her oh. she was fine in this whatever the doctor um,
0: hot as fuck i love him i think i loved him more than luke i really really what? enjoyed him
1: okay I, 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 look
0: let me tell you i love me some luke but
1: i will tell please. you that in, in this movie so i watched this on thanksgiving when mm-hmm. i was making my like solo thanksgiving dinner
0: <laughs> i made mashed potatoes okay i
1: made mashed potatoes and stuffing we talked about it. those are our two favorite things and I made mashed potatoes right. and stuffing, and I don't like turkey, so I made some chicken. But anyway, no. um, and I had this on, and I just got so into it, and I so enjoyed it. And it's—I I literally think that it's the perfect romantic comedy. Like it, it hits all of the notes that I want in a romantic comedy. Natalie, stop shaking your head. Hey.
0: I'm there with you about ninety. I'm eighty-five to ninety percent. Okay. I'm, okay. There, I'm there with you. So what I'm gonna say is. What I was surprised by is that
2: it seems like it was, I don't know what version the script started out as. It was like half Hallmark movie, half regular movie. I
1: didn't get any Hallmark movie vibes from this. I'm just gonna And I think
2: I got very
0: Hol- holidays in the wild vibe from this. Yes.
2: No. Like Netflixy, like no. very generic. Let's not push the boundaries on anything. So half of it was that way. And some of the jokes that they were making were like, oh, we're not going to go too far in any direction. But then it's like, then they're cussing and doing certain things that I'm like, oh, that's not really the formula for one of those movies. Mm -hmm. So something where it's like, I feel like could have been something I really liked. There were parts that I really enjoyed and holy God, was he hot. Yes. I did not understand why neither of them had actual friends like it was very confusing to me that it's like the premise of this movie starts because he's like oh we should holiday starting new year's eve and neither of them already have plans with their friends me being a perma single at all of my holiday events where it's like I'm used to never bringing anybody home. No one I, expects you to at you this point. You have four Natalie. parties. <laughs> me to. But I have plans and fun activities planned with friends for New Year's Eve every year. I don't. Well, not have, this year. I hope. I actually do, <laughs> no, actually and is. and I don't feel like this is a very realistic. I mean, granted, I was like, do if this guy. Came up to me in the mall and said, "Hey, be my holiday for New Year's." I'd be like, "Lena and friends, fuck off!" Like I'm totally going with this guy, but it's like the fact. But then that he like-
0: has no friends, and I'd be like, then he, he has no
2: friends-, friends at this event, so why yeah. the fuck are you going?" So it was confusing. Big to me- plot hole in this whole. It thing. was confusing to me. The first few events they went to where it was like you have no obligation to go to these things like there's and like Cinco de Mayo and I know that was like a big part of like them kind of coming together and a like plot device of like did they do it did they not um but it's like none of their friends were at Cinco de Mayo. Well, her family so, was there. No, they were not. They were her at. Was there. No, she was not. They were at the St. Patrick's Day. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. So I got it. It's like s- once they started getting into the holidays, were the family Cinco de Mayo. but they also ran into the sister at the Saint, yes. at the St. Patrick's yes. Day. So they didn't plan. Yes. So the events that they had planned to be with family makes sense, but the events that they didn't plan.
1: Let me stop you for just a second, though, because I think that there are certain events, i.e., like Valentine's Day, where like I don't expect to be hanging out with my friends on Valentine's Day, but it's still one of those days where you feel like you need a date for something. You feel like you never feel.
0: Oh, we hang out with our friends all the time.
1: On Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah. yeah, We
0: make plans for all the single ladies.
1: I see Valentine's. Well, that's a girl thing, though. Probably. I feel like Valentine's Day is. Is one of those dates that, like, you feel kind of like this obligation that you have to like be with someone and go to dinner or have a date no. for something.
0: But again, where are her friends then? Well, Why isn't we she didn't calling meet them a single? And be like, oh my god, she I have doesn't this have guy. one friend. No, we didn't meet. A yes, he did. One of her
2: friends? Who?
1: Guy, her friends?
2: Yes. Who? So, okay.
1: In a movie like this, though, I think I see what you're saying. No. but In a movie like this, though, I feel like you need to you need to make a choice in terms of how many characters you are going to include in a, in a script like this. Right. And so the the characters on her team, if you will, was her family. And so you had like the brother, the mother, the sister-in-law, the friend, the aunt, the crazy aunt. Okay. But like you can't, if you add more friends to that, it's just going to be more convoluted
0: all over again that you're talking about. They're all a bunch of assholes. Yeah, they were assholes. They're all assholes.
1: I think they were more charming than happy no.
2: season.
1: Huh, no. interesting.
2: Okay. I to me I felt like it was so I've never seen a movie that if if Emma Roberts is this lead female character in a romantic comedy, we don't meet a single one of her a friends. Best Not friend. even like the caricature best gay best friend. We don't meet anybody. It was Stewart so had Dan
0: Levy. Like Yeah. No,
2: nobody. It was so wild to me that there was nobody on the outside of either of them, and it's like, and even him, we don't see any of his friends. Like it was just.
1: Yes, you do. You see the guy story. from the babysitter. That's the guy that's in fucking every movie that Netflix produces right now. His black friend. Oh, really? The black guy. That's his- oh, they
2: play oh, the Black, black Panther. Oh, black yeah. Panther. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's that was, his best friend. That was the
2: only friend. The we only saw. thing.
1: Well, you can't have like that many people in this movie because then it becomes a movie about you, you know time right you I have get to it it, down. but it's
2: like he it also is not a best friend <sighs> a i feel like it's person. not realistic
1: wow so we agreed on none of these movies it's fucking christmas <laughs> it's the one time of year where we should all have come together and like we love everything we're happy
0: hey listen to me sean when you watch christmas chronicles one you will agree with us and then Maybe. that will be we'll the see. one that we all agree on i we'll really thought we were all gonna agree on uh whatever the season one was happiest, happiest, season? happiest season. I when he said something about his, the romantic comedy i was like oh it's, de- it's definitely holiday not happiest season yeah. i knew where he yeah. was going with this yeah yeah, yeah. i just I
2: know. I'm, it's as much as I like. Didn't like the princess movies. I would say like holiday. Like sure, for sure, stream that movie. You know, yeah. like I think that there's some elements of fun to it. I think that there's. It's just I oh, wish they would have sure. made choices. Again, it felt like two different movies that they had kind of smashed together because mm-hmm. it was like they were doing things where it's like, oh, they're sleeping together way before. The end of the movie, where it's like a normal Hallmark movie is like, oh, they're just getting their first kiss at the very end or whatever. Yeah. And but then it's like oh she goes up and she's trying to find him in the mall and then does her big speech on the microphone in front of I the crowd that. it's like just go, oh my god, god i love
1: that, that scene oh, doing that so... in movies
0: i hate it god just stop doing talk to him it in him. movies you see him? Nope, you the got him. girl is going to fucking stand up in the middle of the mall and say that But that's what makes it over the tropes of that kind of stuff.
1: Okay, but that's what makes it the heightened fantastical Christmas movie as opposed to just romantic comedy. Right? Well, it's not none of this is believable though. You're not gonna meet some dude that's hot and you're not gonna fucking take it him to all your family be. events Everyone and fall in love with him. Australian I mean, man, I did you know. say if
2: this want guy this wants to be my other. holiday date, I was like, "Bye, Lena. Fuck off." I was gonna off. say, we all, all <laughs> we all
1: We <laughs> all want a hot <laughs> Australian. It's just not our reality. We need to. But leave. I focus. would
2: also pull him aside, privately, and be like, "Please don't leave me." <laughs> 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 I was wrong. <laughs> I
1: love this movie. I am, again, I'm at a two, but I'm very, very close to a one on this.
0: Oh my God.
1: For me. Oh. Honestly, for me, this close is to a
0: one, Sean.
1: I list, I think of all the romantic comedies that I've watched in my life, and I love, there's, there's, trust me, there is no one that likes a good romantic comedy more than I do. <laughs> this lives in that world with like the You've Got Males and the, the, just the romantic comedies that I've Don't grown up- Don't you dare loving compare so much. this
0: to my You Got Mail. No. I mean, listen,
1: I love romantic comedies. And this, this felt like a very contemporary, fresh 2020 romantic comedy. And I loved every second of it. And you know what I love more than anything else is that they didn't rely on some stupid 2020 app computer trope where it was like using your phone to do something like it was it felt like this movie could have been made 10 years ago and still been believable Mm -hmm. but it also felt fresh at the same time and i think that in 2020 again that is very hard to do that and so i commend them for making just a really fun and fresh feel good romantic comedy that was centered around this i don't even think this is a christmas movie it came out obviously around
2: i didn't feel like it did
1: but this movie could have lived like it's we could called have
2: called holiday.
1: But we well, holidays are throughout the year though, right? So oh, I okay. feel like we Which could they have, show
2: us all the holidays. They yeah. Do.
1: And we could have talked about this episode in the spring mm-hmm. or in the summer that's and it true. would have fit just as well. So that's why I kind of wanted to save it for last because it was like the least Christmassy movie.
2: I get that. Yeah. I will say, like, I didn't dislike this movie. Mm-mm. There was a lot of it that I enjoyed. I like Emma Roberts. I think she's mm-hmm. super cute and fun. Um and I thought their chemistry was really good. And I really liked the like, well, they won't they aspect of the movie for so long. Um, there was just the few moments that were like, oh, I feel like this could have been elevated to a regular movie yeah. is okay, but
1: when they're call it. When they're dancing to I've had the time of my life. And then there's the joke about nobody drops baby on their head. I mean, come on. That's, that was fun. That's I not love, everybody's going to get that joke. <laughs> But that I was love, a fine.
2: Obviously, I got the joke, but it's okay.
0: just, you know. Yeah. they are just... playing the song all out of order, but it's fine. I and, know. But, but I will say <laughs> here's the thing that I, I will say that would have probably elevated a little bit more. The Kristen Chenoweth character mm-hmm. should have been her best friend character. Who yeah. fell in love yeah. with the guy that's the neighbor, that's the doctor, who's her age. And then they could have had a whole conversation and a whole thing about double dating and this and that. Mm-hmm. The, the, the whole ca- Kristen Chenoweth character about that being her aunt and being a hoe. I think it's just like, it's like, that's not funny. And but why would like, she
1: be at all the holidays if she wasn't related to them? And then the mom yeah. was the issue. Like she but, had to be the aunt.
2: I think she was there to be the like scary, Look into the future of what you could, what you could totally. be, which I totally. take fucking offense to by <laughs> being the single and that. <laughs> okay,
0: all right, probably
2: Be that person in the future. Oh lord. <laughs> okay, well, I don't
0: have any aunts or uncles so you know. i i but to me i'm just like i feel like that could have been like a whole another thing where yeah. another layer of something that was closer to her than like an aunt and i get the whole what you're saying but i'm like she wasn't close with her aunt so like it would have been if nice they, if she had if been had like, like a relationship, friendship yeah yeah then that then that would have made more sense yeah, yeah. Okay. what was did Anywho. you give it a score
1: i give it a two. Two. Three. Oh, yeah.
0: Three.
2: I'm in a three. It's fine.
0: It's <laughs> fine. I think you can watch it. It's a holiday ish movie, and he's hot. There's two hot. Yeah, guys he's in super it. fucking. Emma hot. Roberts is great. Emma I mean,
1: Roberts is great. She's hot. Like, I love yeah, Emma Roberts. Yeah, Emma totally. Roberts can do no wrong in men. And
0: head. here's a girl, uh, Allison <clears throat> Bree, who is typically a little fucking bitch. And she kind of plays a really cute, fun, quirky, like awkward girl that, like, I enjoy. And she's different than like her. I little, also, like- I get offended by
2: the trope of like, oh, I fix my feelings with cookies, but I'm a size negative zero. It's just like, oh god, it's so irritating. <laughs> Very annoying.
1: Okay, that's a whole nother episode we can talk. It about- is a whole other
2: episode, but it's like the that trope of like, break. oh, I eat all this ice cream when i'm heartbroken it's like go fuck off there's no way
0: yeah because you don't eat the rest of the day you fucking anorexic (laughs) bullshit anyways
1: on that note we hope that you all have a very merry well i
0: also on that note i'd like to just mention the movies i watched
1: oh yes lena tell us about the 20 other movies you watched this season
0: clearly i was like you of the house to myself so i watched holiday obviously Operation Christmas Drop, which I think Nally watched actually.
1: Nope. Oh, that's on my list. Dad.
0: Oh, nope, my dad put that on. Okay, on I would list. suggest you don't have to watch this movie. um It's beautiful because of the scenery, and uh, the guy is very hot. But Cat Graham is not very good. Anyways, and then a New York Christmas Wedding, which I thought Sean was gonna suggest because it's very New York. It's very this. Is not- Mister
1: is Mister Big in that?
0: He is in it.
1: Okay, I, he, I know about that
0: one. I don't know if he produced it or something, he did something, and he is in it. It is definitely not the movie I thought I was going to be watching. Oh. It is very deep and okay. uh, a lot going on. Almost on the same level of the deepness that Happiest Season is going through with the lesbians. Did not know I was watching that. Um, night be- night Before Christmas, Highly rejects suggest Super cute. What i Super really cute. really really liked this movie
2: yeah
0: um christmas with a view very netflix <laughs> very hallmarky but the scenery is pretty and uh it's quite cheesy but i liked it midnight the Magnolia, cute as well
1: I don't know what that is.
0: I don't think you guys would watch this movie, but I really liked it. Is that uh, the one
1: about the two radio hosts?
0: Yes. It's I started cute. that. I couldn't it's get into so it. It's so cute, though, oh, at the okay. end. It's cute. Anyways, um, and then I would have to say Noel. I know you told me this was a 2019 movie, but I did not even hear about this movie. I came across it randomly because I was, like, searching for every Christmas movie On I Disney could Plus. possibly watch. And I really liked this movie. Huh. Shirley McLean, Anna Kendrick, who you can't go wrong with Anna Kendrick. I love me some Anna Kendrick.
1: I do love me some Anna Kendrick.
0: I thought it was super cute. It's not on the level of Christmas Chronicles one, I would say, but it's definitely better than Christmas Chronicles 2.
1: Okay. Well,
0: anyways.
1: We hope you enjoyed our Christmas extravaganza. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. Let's wish everybody that listens to our show a Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry
2: Christmas.
0: (laughs) Happy holidays.
1: Yeah, happy holidays um, And next week We have an episode on a film That we have been waiting i think
0: Dying for A few
1: years to watch this movie oh. So uh, we're super excited And we hope you join us for our special 10th episode As always, we want to thank you for listening For more information, please be sure to visit martinescale.com Where you can find links for all of our social channels In addition to show notes and more
0: If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts And rate and review us It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Bye!